Blog Talk Radio. difficulties, issues, things that we all need to learn or things that we want to share about our experience. And uh, we have an interesting topic today. And I think this is going to be a really great episode. I think every great episode is uh, within every episode we do. Of course, joining me this episode again, once again, is my guest and co-host, Jordan Hawk. What's up? How are you doing? Hey, hey, doing pretty good. I'm excited to be here. I love doing this. I love getting to catch up with one another. Absolutely. And um, I don't know about you, but after that intro, I just got chills. I do, too. And I got really cold all of a sudden. I was like, all right, what are we doing? What's happening? <laughs> What's happening? It's like divine timing. Right? So before we get into this topic, of, um, I kind of reworded it. I had different topics titled out for this, and I didn't know what, how, how to really put it. But uh, before we get into faith versus spirituality, I really want to talk about some stuff that I was experiencing today. And recently, and I think that also maybe you want to chime in what you are going through too. But um, recently, I've been getting really uncomfortable and aggravated, annoyed, upset, frustrated, not knowing what to do with myself. Um, today was one of those days where I went with my father, and this, his van's falling apart. It's falling apart. It's like, it needs it needs a muffler fix. It needs um, something with its the transmission. And today the radiator blew and we were on the way to our job. And then all of a sudden I realized like later on, even talking to an awesome friend of mine as well, this keeps repeating in my life. There's like a couple of different things additional to this. Something around money with, with my dad, money with me, wanting to feel bad that I can't help him the way I want to help him, um, feeling upset that I'm always in a position. So it like triggered all this stuff and I couldn't get out of my head. And this, this took like hours. And like you, like you were just saying before we started the, the live radio show, I just started to feel good as we were starting and I was getting ready and prepared. And it's been a difficult day. Like being spiritual, I literally was crying before because I was so emotional that I just want to help people. And I feel like I, I'm in this position where I'm having difficulties with all these triggers. 
So I don't know. I wanted to share that. There's other things too that I just need to start facing because I feel like I lost myself. I lost parts of myself that I used to really embrace more. And I feel like I, I lost that. So I'm being challenged today to like, let go, trust the process. And that's always easy. Trusting the process It kind of sucks. <laughs> it really does. It really does. Especially when you have all these questions about what you're even trusting and what you're supposed to be doing and you keep trying a million different things and it's like a slam door in your face every time. So you just wipe out. You're exhausted and you don't really know what trusting it is anymore. Mm-hmm. Totally understand. Totally agree. And, um, I'm not, you know, typically I used to be more open about my experiences, my emotions, and I, I realized I've, I've been really reserved and I felt like I needed to really be more, have more pride in myself. Like I don't have to tell everyone what I'm struggling with. And today like really pushed me. It was really, I composed myself for the most part, but later on it was just, I just was frustrated. I couldn't do it. It was annoying. Mm-hmm. I have all these tools, right? We learn all this stuff, find more about the subconscious mind that you're aware of, but actually getting out of your own way and letting go and it's annoying. It sucks. And I just want to talk about that. I think right now, maybe there's something going in your life that maybe you were dealing with differently, but it's realizing there's this big change that needs to be made or letting go of the old patterns and things that you know no longer need to stay with you emotionally, physically, whatever it is. Like, we have to address that. And it's not always easy to be like, oh, that's, that's what it is. All right, well, I'll do that right now. It's just a lot. It was heavy today. I agree. Today was super hard. Like I was telling you earlier, um, for all of you listening, I'm trying to purchase a house. And this morning I woke up to a rejection letter after rejection letter after rejection letter. And I was just oh. like, okay, well, what am I supposed to be doing now? So similar yeah. to what you're going through. Like, who do I ask for help? Who do I reach out to? Is anyone even in a financial situation to be able to help me? What are my options? All I knew was that I wasn't giving up and I wasn't going to accept no as an answer. Not because of failure or anything like that, just because I just know. I know this is supposed to happen. I know this is meant to happen in my life in this lifetime. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep trying and I'm going to keep pursuing. That doesn't mean that I don't feel small. I felt so small this morning, especially thinking, like, I don't want to be a burden to my family. All I wanted was to be able to do this on my own. I wanted to be proud of myself. I wanted to, you know, do something that I can be proud of, that I can look back on and say, wow, I did that. And I have to switch my mindset away from just because I didn't, you know, completely financially do it on my own doesn't mean that I didn't do it and that it didn't happen and that I can't still be proud of it. So that was a big part of the processing for me today too. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's, it's a huge challenge. It's really, it's like I said before, it sucks because you know, all right, I, I got I to shift. I got to let go. I got to stop focusing on this. I got I to gotta keep going because I'm not going to accept no as like a light warrior and but there's this big thing in front of you energetically that's telling you, like, you got this problem and you got to worry about this and what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And I kept going in circles and circles in my head. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a phone call. I'm going to talk to someone. And uh, shout out to Heather. Thank you for chatting with me. And it's another thing. At one point when I started doing this journey, a lot of people were like, Joe, like, you help so many people. Feel free to reach out. And this was, I yeah. think, the first time that I was open with a couple people where I was like, I just, I'm going to reach out. I'm going to reach out. Mm-hmm. And there's no shame in that. Um, 
I feel like there's a lot of times where I've been avoiding things because of who's going to say this or who's going to, who's going to feel that. And I can't do that right now because this is happening. And I feel like I've lost myself when I started doing this. It was whenever I felt like inspired to do it. And whenever I felt the intention to do it and all these things kept adding up. And just recently I was like, you know what? No, like I need to, I need to talk to people about this. I need, I need help. It's not just about getting a reading. It's just talking, venting. Um, and that was huge for me recently. So yeah. let's get into this topic. Um, this topic is about faith versus spirituality or, in other words, religious, I want to say organized religion, or, and this is more so about the spiritual expansion of a person's journey. And I don't know how much I told you, Jordan, but not too long ago, quite, quite recently, someone had messaged me and said, Joe, you know, someone had taken a screenshot of me on your Facebook live getting a reading and they brought it to my pastor at the church that I teach youth class to. And they said to her that she's going to hell and that she was no longer welcome in the church. And Mm -hmm. I was really upset for her. Not only was I upset for her, I was more upset that someone would actually like do that. Right. Go out of the way and do that. I completely agree. I do remember getting that message from you, and that's honestly how my life has been. Like, I told you in the messages, um, a greater part of my family is very religion-based, um, huge faith system. They volunteer at the church. They work in the church. They do Sunday school. They teach. It's what their life is devoted to, and I would never tell them they're wrong for that. Everyone's free to have their own belief system. I just knew for me there were things that, didn't make sense there were things that I didn't feel were the way that I loved or the way that I wanted to be loved by the world or the way that I wanted to be seen or judged or anything like that Mm. so I really hope that that person is able to find the uniqueness in their individuality while still carrying those same faiths those same belief systems that they found within that church and carry all of that over and create something beautiful of their own that's what I've been trying to do with my life is figure out, okay, well, who am I actually? What actually made sense from everything that I went through in my childhood? And there were some things that I learned that are huge values for me in my home. Church was, you know, devil worship or terrible or, you know, I felt awful learning those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, there's a high and a low to all of it. But I really do hope for them that they can find some healing and some peace because I know from personal experience that it's not easy to go through. I'm still dealing with it, and you know, it was all through my childhood, all growing up. I'm like I, I started now, so that's um, a long time. I started thinking about this because I really, it really bothered me, and um, I started thinking about number one. No, I'm never, you know, especially I know you, Jordan. We're never going to tell someone what religion to believe in, right? Well, it's about accepting everyone's faith and belief and and spirituality and all that stuff. When someone says, hey, I'm spiritual, you know right away, like, there's so many different variations of being spiritual. Like, what, is, what, is, what does that mean to you? Um, but I started thinking about this. And traditionally what happens, I think, is that people are so accustomed to something, and it keeps repeating in family beliefs. And mm-hmm. so as a ancestral lesson, someone has to go through this, expansion of karmic lesson of some sort. Karma's not bad. It's just sometimes we just have to go through this obstacle. 
And traditionally people just keep feeling, thinking, and knowing only one thing. Like this is bad for you and that's it. So they try to stay away from these things. Look, these things are really like crystals, sight readings, spiritual guides, um, heavy metal. Um, They're things that just some of it is just their own fear. And a lot of people don't understand it. So if you don't understand something, it's going to be fear-based. It's going to be, don't do this. And what I thought was interesting was, you know, I scoped around and I said, you know, can you give me the name of this place? I just want to see. I'm not going to write anything or contact anyone. It was a video. And the, the pastor was talking about um, loving people even though they sin, right? And uh, he's like, mm-hmm. you know, our, our kids, they might not listen to us, and they're sinning, but we still love them. And I'm saying to myself, you're the person that just kicked out this, this, this person, right? Right. And how is in your belief, in your faith of all of this, that by doing so they're going to be a better person by kicking them out and saying they're going to go to hell? And I think this is all an expansion, to trust the process and let go because we can, as the ascended masters, right? There's Buddha, there's Jesus, there's so many. And Mm -hmm. I I personally don't think that there's supposed to be one ascended master for one person. Um, For me, I experienced Buddhism and Buddha and Jesus through my soul awakening. I was Mm -hmm. raised Catholic. Um, I have my own religious faith and belief. And I also have my spirituality. A lot of people also think that, religious beliefs are still 3d that you should break away. Some of it, I think I agree with, but this really bothered me, really upset me for the person because Mm -hmm. we have to get break away from these 3d barriers. And a lot of people keep following certain things because that's what everyone else is doing around them or what they were raised around. And so then you can't really become more aware of yourself or be free to be yourself because you have to be afraid of, who you're around, who you're near, are they going to judge you, what are they going to say about you? And it's about yep. breaking away from this, uh, this fear. Be yourself. Great. It's hard enough being afraid of everything spiritual because, I, you know, from my personal experience, I grew up learning that all those things were like devil worship. They were devil's magic. They were from, you know, even learning in my adult life that I was Native American and growing up and being taught that, you know, Native Americans and their worship is all demonic. It, there was just so many things even with that, that I didn't understand as a child. Like, we're supposed to love our neighbors. We're supposed to be brothers and sisters, but yet there's all this segregation. I mean, that was just, the, the list is endless with that. Um, but questioning, you know, why am I seeing these things and being able to see spirits from a very young age and having all these things happening to me that no one could explain to me, making me feel like, you know, I just needed to be cleansed with holy water, being baptized. I've said this before on the um, podcast. I was baptized twice as a child, thinking that I was inherently evil because of all the things that I was able to do that only, you know, pastors or people touched by God, quote unquote, were supposed to be able to do. So I had a lot of fear, not only with my spirituality, but with my religious beliefs when I was younger and growing up in that. There's a lot going on in 2021. If, mm-hmm. if, we really, if we really put it into observation, there's gay marriages, there's gay relationships, there's um, a lot of people coming into realization of who they are on their own level, regardless of sex and gender. I mean, there's certain things I think are very extensive, like going to the doctor and telling them everything about myself that they normally wouldn't ask. That's fine, whatever. But we're coming to an age now where we're supposed to be loving one another. Loving one another is just accepting one another and not um, 
expecting someone to be a certain way. And there's a lot of uh, perceptions from a parent, from a kid, or both ends, or breaking away from this lifestyle that we should be embracing, such as being free to be ourselves. Um, A lot of people go through depression because they're not accepted of who they are. And so to some observing my life, and if I told them my experience of becoming more spiritual in public, that might be so easy for them. Like, that's nothing. We all have different Mm -hmm. levels of um, issues and stuff. But in this time, like, people are waking up, and they wake up, they don't know, they don't realize that it's going to be like next month, right? It just happens. Right. So they go through different stages where even me right now, like I consider this a stage of my life. It's still a part of an awakening stage. It's a realization, but we're challenged to pave a path that is uncomfortable, but is supposed to be and facing our fears. There's a lot of things that I'm noticing in spiritual chats online or groups. And a lot of people are focusing on a lot of, a lot of wild stuff now. Um, but to me, this, this topic with religious stuff, religion mm-hmm. and being against your choices, it's, it's a barrier. It's avoiding, it's, it's preventing, preventing someone from really being themselves, which is the, um, becoming depressed. You know, I was, right. talking, I was talking to uh, this person and we had a session and I said, look, like one of the biggest things to you is that you enjoy and love helping people. And I said, what's, what's one of the things that you haven't done as much that you really want to do? And she says, honestly, like, I really want to play with my tarot cards. Like, I feel like I haven't touched them in a long time. And I was like, yeah, because of all this chaos with these people that judged you and kicked you out because you weren't conforming to what they feel as uh, devil worshiping. Yeah. You know, there's so many things out there that we can judge it could be a jet ski. If I never rode a jet ski and you're going on, you're like, Joe, I'm going to go ride on a jet ski. and be like, oh, my God, that's, that's dangerous. It's mm-hmm. horrible. Uh, I've never been on one, right? So at that point, how do I know, really? I'm just judging off of uh, my own perception of what I know. So there's a lot of people, I think, that haven't woken up yet that are very pushy on people. And I think the sad part about this, too, is that this person took a screenshot. They went looking for it. They didn't right. just, like... And that was my question, too. I didn't get to ask you. I wanted to save it for the podcast. My whole question surrounding this is, is this person spiritual themselves? Because how would they even know to find this in a spiritual world to screenshot it to try to tear others down? Like, what is it in themselves that they have this huge issue with, with being who they are, that they need to go and tear others down and not even – just take it to the person themselves. Hey, I saw mm-hmm. this. We don't condone this here. I don't think that the pastor would da, 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 and give them the opportunity to shed light on the situation before you take it as big as they took it mm-hmm. and, you know, stole someone's life from them. Cause that person loved what they did. They loved teaching. They loved sharing. Mm-hmm. The feeling that I got when you gave that to me was just heartache because nothing felt to me like that person was trying to push their agenda. And what I mean by that is their spirituality in a religious home. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I thought they were very um, by the Bible, by the book. They kept it strictly, I don't want to say business, but in a sense, we'll just use that terminology to make this make sense. Um, but I thought they stuck to the belief systems of the church and the way the church was built and run. And it's so 
sad and sickening to me almost that someone mm-hmm. went out of their way because they were hurting to tear someone else down. That's not mm-hmm. godlike at all, no matter if you look at it through religion or you look at it through spirituality. It's just mm-hmm. not. It's hurtful and it's hateful. Mm-hmm. For everyone listening, uh, we will be picking people throughout the live radio show for free readings. Uh, just make sure you call in the number, which is 319-527-6304, and press the number 1, and just be patient as we uh, go through the live radio show, and we'll pick take callers. Sorry. I agree with you. Um, I don't want to say too much because I don't know if they're listening and, you know, I don't want them to take it the wrong way but or have more chaos come out of it. But I agree with you. This person, mm-hmm. I think, um, was either jealous or wanted to prove something and, and be like that shining star, like, look what I found type of thing. Right. And I think it's very sad that someone would take their time to even, like, go deeper into people's, what, Facebook profiles to see what they like. Mm-hmm. Um very obsessive and it's just unfortunate it's unfortunate that there's such a strict line with certain things in 2021 with certain things this is the other thing when i was younger i worked at this restaurant right this guy was an older guy and he was one of the chefs on the line that worked with me he his faith and i'm not saying this to judge anyone i'm just giving you an example here his faith was um or, oh my god what was it called <laughs> Uh, where they come to your door. What's that one? Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. So every day he would, he would begin asking me questions like, you know, you know, what's your faith? What do you do? And I told him I'm spiritual. I believe in this, believe that. Talk to me about basically trying to, like, convert me nicely. And um, I, one day I started asking him, like, what are, what are the rules for this? Like, what is your what, – what can't you do? Actually, I think he said he couldn't do something, and I asked him more. You can't watch certain movies or movies in general. You can't have holidays. They can't have uh, uh, drinking or anything. So throughout this time of me working with him, right, I started to notice that he would come back from lunch break wasted, drunk, and he would still do his job. We actually would have drinks sometimes after work, and um, one day I turned my head, and he grabbed my drink and drank it. And this is someone who's so faithful to their practice at the time and very strict and very proud of, you know, their son reading the book. And I'm not shaming anyone here. I'm just saying this as an example of someone individually. And um, there was one day in particular where this younger guy that was on the line, um, he was yelling at him because we ran out of ketchup, which is very rare and not supposed to happen. He starts telling him that it's his fault. He should have said something. Now, as a chef, if you have ketchup on your line, then, yeah, he doesn't. So I started defending him. And um, this might sound mean, but I actually lost my temper. I told him, I said, is this how you act when you go to people's doors? And he got really red. My whole point about this story is that there is no perfect person, number one. Someone may have the utmost faith in something and still have issues or not do the right thing. And this person that was, uh, I think, very unfortunately mistreated, did not do anything negative. They just chose to follow their spirituality and expand on things that they were gifted in. Very gifted individual, worked with me in mentorship, had a lot of um, experiences, and she wanted to help more people who were going through things that she had went through. Um, and she was teaching a youth class about Jesus. That was it. Nothing more. She said, Joe, nothing else. It was just about Jesus. So it's very hard to live your life at times to be on yourself's journey 
to go through an obstacle and go, you know what, it's one thing to go, yeah, you know, I'm not going to let this bother me. I'm going to keep moving forward. But it's a whole other thing to actually emotionally go, I got this. Like I was saying before with me, not everyone's going to love and approve what we do. Don't get me wrong. If I come across people who do black magic, which I have, mm-hmm. if I come across someone who is uh, doing something they shouldn't do, I'm not going to go up. I'm not going to go to their house or call them and be like, hey, you uh, shouldn't do this. That's that's devil. Listen, do your thing, but I don't I don't accept it. I'm not with it. It's fine. Right. I'll, I'll accept you as a person. You're still a human. Maybe you got some stuff to learn. And I I wanted to talk about this next, Jordan. I want to ask you some questions about it. See how you feel. Mm-hmm. This whole thing around um, the devil made me do it. No, the devil made me do it. Like that that whole like. I personally, throughout my experience so far, realize now that. There's a lot of stuff that we just have to realize why we're doing what we're doing, and it's not really the devil made me do it. Exactly. We can't – nothing is outside of us, and that's something that I try to teach the most. Everything that we do is inside of us, whether it is the angel on our shoulder or the devil on our shoulder. They're choices that we make internally. Even, you know, being spiritual and in religion, we worship internally, outwardly. So to create all of these things outside of us that were constantly happening to us that we have no control over, that's where a lot of this trauma comes from. That's where the big blame game comes from. So people can stop looking at it as this, you know, thing outside of me has control over me. Like, no, you need to check your ego. You need to check where you're traumatized. You need to ask yourself why it felt okay in the moment to make those decisions. And nine times out of 10, you're going to come up with an answer and you're going to hate it. It is going to feel like it is destroying you. And how could you be this kind of person? And how could you make these decisions? And then there's the anger. But underneath that anger and that fear and that animosity and resentment towards yourself, there's always an answer. And it almost always has to do with something that did happen to you that feels like it was out of your control. Mm -hmm. So creating these things that are outside of us seem like the perfect storm, right? Because something happened to us that felt like it was out of our control. So how do we balance that out? We blame it on something outside of us. Mm, Yes. Yep. Absolutely. It's easier to blame something. And um, it's, it's so easy. Number one, it's easy to fall into the negative mindset of like talking yourself down and not feeling good and not feeling positive let alone like just like saying like, yeah, this is what, this is the reason why. And just like kind of giving the excuse. I like the way you said that. It was very true. Um, the other thing that I'm coming across, well, maybe we should talk about that more. Um, Even with my kids, I always tell them, I'm like, take your hand and physically point at something. When you are pointing at something away from you, you still have three fingers pointing back at you, which still makes you the biggest issue here. No matter who you try to blame it on, you were the reactor. You were the reason that that happened. Somebody else can make you angry, yes, but only you can make you yell. Only you can make you break something. Only you can make you react in a negative way to something someone else does to you. It's like, um, I can't remember if the story is about Buddha himself, but there was a story about the gift. Have we ever talked about this before? I don't know. Go ahead. Okay, so the story is... We'll have to correct you later if I'm wrong. <laughs> I really know how to reference it. Story is that we're just going to use Buddha for reference. Um, 
this man comes to him and he's very angry and he says, you know, his whole life has just always been anger and animosity and people hurting him and stealing from him and cheating him. And he hates his life and he doesn't understand the purpose of living and the purpose of being here. And um, how is Buddha just so calm all the time? And Buddha doesn't react to him. He just offers him a plate of dinner and, you know, gives him the schedule when they're going to wake up, when they're going to go do things, when they're going to have their lunch, when they're going to have snacks and dinner and just has all routine. And just says, you know, he stays on his routine and that keeps him happy because he, you know, knows what's going to happen throughout the day. That's not a lot of crazy things that are going to happen. Mm-hmm. So this guy, knowing all the things that are going to happen, purposely tries to change them. He's purposely trying to upset Buddha, whether it is painting his food or screaming at him or purposely moving the things that he knows Buddha's trying to find. And this happens over a long period of time. We'll just say like three months. And at the end of the three months, Buddha has never responded negatively towards him. He just goes with the flow, finds new ways to cope with these things, is very calm, finds new ways to do these same activities with the guy who was trying to ruin everything and keeps everything light and airy. And this guy cannot understand why. even goes to the extent to spit in Buddha's face and say, do something now. And Buddha just laughs and just stands there and he hugs him. And when he hugs him, the guy asks, how are you not angry? How have I not made you mad? How are you not reacting to me? And Buddha explains to him that everyone has a gift that they give. And just because someone gives you their gift, like this man decided that his gift was anger, and that was the only gift that he could give because he accepted that about himself. Mm. Just because someone has a gift they give you doesn't mean you have to accept the gift or that you have to ever open the gift. You are a gift in yourself. And he was explaining about how his gift is love, his gift is peace, his gift is calmness. And no matter how much this guy tried to shove his gift in his face, Buddha already knew what his gift was. And it was the calm, Mm -hmm. not for this other person, but for himself, because nothing ever positive was going to come from him losing his temper. Uh Then we're just going to have two angry people with two angry gift boxes, and we're not going to get far with that. Right. Another thing that I'm coming across recently is – uh, it's not something that I noticed before, but something recently that there's this big cross of misunderstanding with um, narcissism and things around that nature of mm-hmm. people acting. And uh, Jordan, I'm not, I'm not lying when I say this. I literally came across a, a post that said, Are, can narcissistic people reach um, spiritual enlightenment? And there was people saying, yes, of course, no. One person even said um, they're not real humans; they're cyborgs. I was like, "Very interesting." Uh, that's exactly what I said. I was like, "Interesting." <laughs> um, so we should just be, like call ourselves cyborgs for now on. I actually kind of like that. There's like a ring to that. <laughs> okay, well, they're, they're, they were saying that they're not real consciousness, yeah. and I was like, "People, number one, like narcissistic people need your attention." And they that's will... all it is. There's a there's this deep sadness within them that's very attention seeking and not always in the best way. Right. There's so many people who have narcissistic tendencies that does not make them a narcissist. There's right. a difference. There's that switch that flips in the emotions and others and them not having I don't want to say they lack the empathy, they choose not to feel the empathy from someone else. They put their needs before someone else's. Mm-hmm. Um that's the way that I view narcissism versus narcissistic tendencies. I used to have narcissistic tendencies, 
I used to be a control freak. Um, There's a lot of things that I used to do that I'm not proud of. And looking back at them now, via my spiritual quest, I can see how those things happened. I I didn't know who I was, for starters. And if I don't know who I am, how am I going to be accepting of someone else, you know, boldly knowing who they are? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, no, exactly. we're all figuring ourselves out. I don't know. This can't be real. I'm going to make mistakes, and I'm going to purposely do things to hurt your feelings. And, you know, I was the guy with the angry box at one point in time. It doesn't make me a narcissist. It, it makes me a person, you know. I made mistakes. And, sure, I carried some narcissistic tendencies, you know what I mean? But I definitely agree. There's so many other things that people can be categorized as. And this whole narcissism thing, it's kind of becoming like the new twin flame. It's just mm-hmm. being so widely, you know, talked about and washed out, and it's easy to just say, oh, they're a narcissist, because people understand what that means. But at the core of it, we're not really looking into, you know, what, it, what is the ailment in this person? Where are they hurting? Where is the sadness stemming from? And are these just traits? Or is there actual narcissism here? And if so, as a community, what can we do for them? Right that's positive, that's uplifting, and not constantly tearing them down where they feel like they have to, you know, act out and harm others or themselves for that matter, because truly that's what they're doing. When they're reacting the way that they are, it's causing so much more self-evaluation and self-loathing. And then it's just mm-hmm. a cycle they feel like they can't get out of. It's just like, you know, any sort of addiction, period. It's like you start to get better and you remember all the shitty things you did and you just relapse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's right now. It's very quick to um, very quick to judge. I think a lot of people are upset or hurt about something in their life, and it comes up like narcissism and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And the other thing about this too that I'm noticing in different avenues of life is that this quick judgment. There's a lot of people that aren't number one, regardless, aren't willing to look at the, their own selves at first. And say, you know, instead of me pointing the finger at you saying, you know what, it's your fault, you're a narcissist, what about the person actually looking at themselves? Like, what is it really that is bothering that person, too? Because it's quick to say, regardless, even if that person is a narcissist, right, um, it's quick to say, like, oh, they have it's them. They're the issue. Quite honestly, in my, my feelings and thoughts, we all come together for a reason. There's a reason why we meet. There's a reason why we're in relationships. Um, so what is, what is the lesson? What is the reason? What do we need to re- remember or think or realize? And a lot of it is being quick to just like the same thing as before we were talking about. Oh, the devil made me do it. Really? No. It's just the same thing. Oh, you're the narcissist. No. You, you also have to realize what you need to find within yourself. If you're not happy, we're not blaming another person. And that's the problem that we're having. I think it is um, something that we, we sometimes need to understand is that there is another factor to the other person. Right. But what is it that we need to learn regardless um, within ourselves? And this narcissistic topic has been dragged and dragged and dragged to the point where people think they're cyborgs. That's really something that I came across. Like, really? This person really thinks they're fake, not real human. Um, even empaths can become narcissistic because the narcissist mm-hmm. feeds off of the empath. Right. And so if there's energy involved and they take all the energy, it comes to a point where 
the empath is now in a certain position. Um, so it's interesting because my point of this is something I want to try to wrap around to the other part of the topic we started is that this person, right, that we're talking about that took a screenshot of um, one of one of my clients and brought it to the pastor of the church and they said that you're going to hell and kicked you out. There's a lot of spiritual things happening beyond the 3D labeling. Spirituality is a label, it's a title. It's just saying right. this is, you know, water. Water is a label and a title. It's a 3D thing. It's a physical explanation. And there's a lot of times where even people who are on drugs that are really addicted and overdosing or having issues with drinking or anything, there could be also spirits involved that are corrupting this person. But we're not, I'm not going to be the person to go, hey, you know what? Spirits are corrupting you and uh, you need to get out of my house. Uh, right. There's a demon attached to you and you've got to leave now because I'm not being a part of that. And that's what people will do. They're afraid of being around something, even beyond religion and spirituality. They're afraid that there's, a, there's no protection and there's something attacking them. And there's different forms of this. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that going beyond our perception of what we know so far, instead of fear and kicking people away from us and pushing people away, especially at church or religion, like loving someone, giving, them, giving your love, like, hey, all right, cool. And expanding on it instead of pointing the finger and saying bad right. or you did it. It's you, not me. I'm the perfect one. And I think that's an interesting thing because if that person really did that, how perfect are they? No one's really perfect. Yeah, I agree. I've even really started to steer away from being saying I'm spiritual. Um, because of the, like, immediate reprimand you see in people's faces just from saying it all loud, There's nothing wrong with it, and everyone knows I'm a very spiritual being, but I've really started to gravitate more towards um, telling people that I believe in omnism or that I'm an omnist because all that means is I believe in basically everything and nothing. There's a truth in everything, but that doesn't mean that I belong to something. You know what I mean? It's like a overall acceptance. Like, I don't care what you believe in or what you do as long as you are a good person, you know? Mm-hmm. You love you love yourself and you love others and you treat people with respect and kindness. I don't care about any of those other things. And I feel like that's something that gets so washed away in spirituality. We say, oh, I'm spiritual, and they automatically think you're, like, locking people in your freezer and jars and doing, like, voodoo magic over campfires mm-hmm. and dancing mm-hmm. around naked. and <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, they just think the most off-the-wall stuff about you. But I'm like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. I like Absolutely. to take away that fear. That if, we can, if we take away that fear base in the beginning of meeting someone, having absolutely no idea what their beliefs are, there's so much more of a genuine connection, especially because, you know, with me personally and my experience with all of this, telling someone, you know, about omnism and how it's the belief, in, like I believe a little bit of everything, but I don't believe that, every, that one thing is my answer, just me personally. Because then it gives them the um, knowledge that I've looked into what you believe in. Or if I haven't, I'm open to what you believe in, and I'll sit here and listen to you, and I'll share my thoughts, and I'll share my beliefs as well, because neither one of us are wrong. Right. It just, it, it totally changes the narrative from, you know, me being this bad person, this negative person, you know, because of spirituality and the way that it can be viewed a lot of times. 
Absolutely. Um, I'm just letting people know that we're both on the live radio show. Uh, you guys can both listen to me and Jordan talk instead of just watching me being quiet, um, talk about the topic. If you guys call in and get a, a free reading if you get picked. Uh, so the other thing about this, too, I, I wanted to wrap into it was um, around the narcissistic perspective, but also the self-love perspective. And this can be misconstrued. There's a lot of people, even with two spiritual people, um, self-love is doing what you need to do. And it can come off selfish. It could be, well, you're not giving me uh, what I want or what I need from you. And that person can be loving themselves or doing what they need to do for them. And so there's this misconception, I think, from people who are actually loving themselves versus people who are actually judging that person for being a narcissist. But I think the narcissistic person will be more so inclined to actually respond, regardless of anger, uh, judgment, because the narcissistic person will do anything to get your attention. And right. um, and so the person that's self-loving will do what they need to do to either protect themselves, uh, avoid conflict, um, take their path with freedom instead of judgment. And so there's this demand of love and all these many different perspectives. We all we all need love, right? So there's one right. person that's loving themselves, and there's another person that's being judgy, pushy because they want that energy no matter what it's gonna no matter what it will take. That is where we need to realize like instead of demanding stuff from people and pointing the finger at things, blaming things, we are sometimes avoiding our own insecurities. We're avoiding what we truly want, but we're not getting. We're avoiding healing our wounds because there's a lot of times I I see too, is that there's individuals that want to say like, I have this issue. That's fine. We have issues, but it's a whole other thing to take a long period of time or continuously um, put certain, uh, what do I want to say, people's actions into play or choices into play of them not being able to heal. And we're not taking responsibility for our own emotions or our own issues or our own desires. Thing to be honest and say, like, I really want attention or I want to love. But it's another for another person to say, you're doing this for the wrong reasons. You're doing that for the wrong reasons. That's someone that's really coming off strong with you're not doing what they want you to do or how they want you to act or they're judging. And this, this is a lot of stuff that needs to change, a lot of stuff that needs to be let go of and observed differently. And I think, again, going back to what I said in the beginning with um, it's, it's hard because we have all these tools and then when we get actually into the middle of um, something in particular in our life, it's like, okay, I'm here. What do I do? What do I do? It's so hard, too, going back into the, you know, faith slash religion slash spirituality aspect of it, because growing up, I wasn't taught that depression was okay. It was not. Your faith should be stronger, and you should have this belief system that, you know, you're going to make it through, and depression is not an option. It's not okay. That means that, you know, negativity has a hold of you, and the devil's got his hand on you, and you are not being the person that God created you to be. And then growing up and, you know, having my own spiritual practice and creating the group that you and I have, being able to go and make a post and just share with other people, I'm really depressed and I'm not okay and I'm not seeking any sort of anything for it. I'm just letting you guys know y'all are going to see me for a while. I'm working through my own things and yes, I'm still here. And if you need anything, shout out to the group. 
there's hundreds of us in here that want to help one another. Just know that from me, feeling and the amount of support I have yet to have someone in my spiritual practice tell me that I'm wrong for feeling the way that I do. If anything, they're helping me find reasons. They're posting stuff about planets and, you know, um, the shamanic energies and all this, you know, crazy stuff that's surging and happening and how this is happening to a lot of people and it's not just to me and, you know, they feel the same ways and they have their uh, – shit, even just talking to you and being like, yeah, both of our days started out super crummy, but we were both still so stoked to do the podcast, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I had a really hard time finding that because the whole thing before, you know, growing up was I needed to fit this role. I needed to be this person. I needed to play this part. And it never felt like me. It felt like a very caged in version of me. And I suffered so much because of that. There's still so many things I'm working through and processing and healing in my adult life because I didn't feel like I had a voice. I didn't feel like it was okay to feel the things that I did. And not just because they were spiritual. They were real things I was going through. And I was just told that children don't have those emotions and those things, you know, that's, that's too big for me. And, oh, I must just be an old soul and God's got a plan for me. Just hold on. But I wasn't, like, I, there was never any therapy or there was never someone to talk to. It was just to pray or to go to the podium at church and, you know, lay my fears down at God's feet which I did and I absolutely loved. And I completely agree with having Jesus be this focal point in my life because if I wouldn't have had that as a child and had someone that I could actually talk to and verbalize all my fears and things to, I don't know who I'd be today, you know? So there are things that I am so grateful for, that the opportunities that I had growing up, but there's still so many things that were so damaging to me as a child that I'm mm-hmm. having to work through still kind of on my own um, because I'm trying to pave the way for others as well. I don't have the answers to everything. That's the first thing I tell people. Anytime they talk to me, I don't have the answers to everything, okay? I'm just who I am, and I'm sharing my experience, and I'm doing the best that I can to help other people on their journeys as well. I am not perfect, and I will never claim to be, you know? And I I feel like um, being able to share that and be real is such a healing part of this journey. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, You said a lot of great stuff, Jordan. There's a lot of a lot of good stuff. Thank you. Huh. Where do I do? How do I follow that? How do I follow your lead? <laughs> I don't know. I, You're pretty amazing, Joe. I mean, even the stuff that you do and the way that you help people and the way that you touch people and the way that you combine spirituality and religion has been very healing for me as an individual. Because you take this, this religious side of things. I'm almost going to cry and get emotional about this. Cause I, I mean, no. I've struggled with this my whole life. So to have someone that I can look over at and be like, wow, he's really doing this, and he's really created a safe space to combine things that I learned, you know, mm-hmm. that I've been scared to combine because how do the worlds meet? How do, you, how do you mesh them? You know, how do you share these things? And you do it so beautifully by sharing, you know, the different gods and goddesses and even, you know, openly talking about Jesus and openly talking about, you know, your upbringing and how even you sharing your story, it means so much to me. And I know if that means that much to me and means so much to other people too, who came from similar backgrounds where maybe their childhood and what they were taught doesn't match who they are when they grow up and they're having to shed all of this. Then there's you just blending the world, you know, you you do it through action. Thank you. Um, 
this is why I really want to talk about this topic because people are in the middle of taking experiences and going through life and they're trying to understand things. And a lot of people, like you said, are getting stuck on being a star seed or being connected to a certain um, planet or, you know, we're all getting excited about parts of ourselves that we're kind of connecting to because the awakening journey goes, Hey, guess what? There's so much more to life. And you're like, what is going on? And so you, you have to like kind of go down this rabbit hole of what's going on with me because I know a lot of people aren't experiencing or knowing of what I'm going through. And so we, I think there's a lot of times people can get stuck on a fear and um, you know, what is right and what is wrong. And that's the part where we have to realize we have to trust ourselves. There's so many individuals such as you, Jordan, that you do, you work with things that I don't, and that's perfectly fine. And that's what we all should do. There's going to be things that I do that people don't do. There's going to be things that some people just don't do at all. And that's, that's all good. But what this really, and I really want to be extensive on it is that, Everything I think so far in this episode is really based off of um, number one, trusting your own self in the sense of what's right for you. Are you doing it because right. everyone else has taught you to do that? Are you doing it because that's how you were raised to do it? Are you doing it because you know who are you? Are you really do you really know who you are at that point, or actually observing the obstacles we go through? Because this is all about finding ourselves. And I'm not gonna lie, I think I fell in the, in the same step way too is that there's parts of the journey where ego is still present and goes, oh, okay. um, yeah, we're all special. We're all, we all have very unique qualities that we're here to present and display on a normal basis, no matter what the positive or negative is of the emotion. So this is all about just being honest with ourselves and being, like, I want to say vulnerable. There's going to be things, there's people that are still afraid to light a candle because they don't know completely what, what to expect or do because they don't want to do the wrong thing. I actually appreciate those individuals because they're not, they're, they might be a little afraid, but they also don't want to mess something up or do something that they don't know because of what the outcome may be. Um, there's so many different differentiations of life. Um, but I think when it comes down to the best steps is be free. Letting go of the 3d world is one of the biggest things that we need to experience. And, it's letting go of our fear, letting go of what people are going to think of us, letting go of pleasing everyone, letting go of, you know, people that have lives that are married and have kids and then all of a sudden they're like, no, I don't want this. And that's okay. We all change, but we get stuck. We we'll wake up at different ages, spiritually. Right. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of people I think that are afraid to just even wear a certain color and be themselves how hard is that it sounds easy to do but we live in this world where people are worried about what happens to our soul versus them not really focusing on i want to say the important things first the important thing is you know you're here right now you're here you're here and what you want is capable of happening what you desire what you want to work on in your life where you're going but I think, again, going back to what we said before, it's quick to say, the devil made me do it. They're a narcissist. Um, this is how I feel. Kind of in a simple form today. I was talking on the phone with my friend Heather. I said, I'm just, I'm feeling blah. I'm not feeling good today. She's like, what's wrong? And I just talked about how I was feeling. And I know that I, I was stuck in that feeling. 
And so we kept talking and talking, and eventually it got a little bit better. But instead of just saying, I don't feel happy, I'm just sad. We're not going to do anything with that. It's just that's what it is. That's, that's it. Instead of just observing it and saying that's what it is. This whole thing is about breaking the 3D condition of the mind. Mm-hmm. 3D condition is you've been taught and raised by parents, family, of ancestry, and also television and media, blah, 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 for so many generations and time and years of your life that you know that you're supposed to get married and have kids and you're supposed to be this age and this is how it's supposed to be and have a great job. No, the 3D world made you want to believe that. And you have to realize this system, whether if you want to call it the matrix or not, the system made you feel that you're this human being, that this is why you're here. And it kind of like tripped us up. Like you actually, this is why the body and the soul and the spirit and all this other stuff's going, something's not right. I don't feel like I belong here. I don't feel like I'm blending in with people. I don't feel like people understand me or yeah, because you're supposed to, you're here to shift the perspective to realize like why we're truly supposed to be here, not follow traditions, like follow it in your heart. Do what you feel is right in your heart. If you feel like there's something wrong where you think there's more to life about stuff, your soul's speaking up, your spirit's speaking up. There's a, there's a direction that's pulling you. There's something more here. Something is beyond this. And I think that's the challenge of all this. Uh, do you want to, uh, should we take a caller or should we go take a song break and then take a caller? Um, whichever you want to do. I want to share a little bit about what you just said too, because I just had like an aha moment. You literally triggered a memory in me. It blew my mind. When you were talking about, um, you know, specific colors people don't wear. I forgot that when I was younger, all I was allowed to wear was the ankle skirts, and I had to wear the tall socks, and I couldn't have a split in my skirt, and I couldn't have my ears pierced, and my hair had to either be braided if it was long or cut to shoulder length to cover my neck. And there were so many things that I had forgotten about about that, and I'll never forget my first day of public school. So I went to a private Christian school from fifth grade, um, mm-hmm. and it was all, everything was controlled. The music we listened to, the TV shows we watched, um, I mean, just literally everything. Couldn't have our ears pierced. You already heard how I had to dress and everything. So when I went to public school, I just kept my same clothes because I just thought, you know, everyone was the same. This is how it was supposed to be. And I even remember my homeroom teacher asking me in sixth grade, why was I scared to smile? And I just broke down and I cried. And I'll never forget this lady just sat there with me and held me and told me I didn't even have to go to my next class until I could talk to her. And I remember telling her that, I was taught that, you know, being smiling too much meant that you were being flirtatious. And if you were being flirtatious, you were being provocative and how that's mm. devil worship. And I was going to be seen mm. negatively in God's eyes for this. Mm-hmm. And this woman sat there and told me that I was a gift and that I should never be ashamed of my smile or mm. how I walk or how I talk or what I wear. And then making best friends with this person in school and basically them, you know, restyling me and helping me figure out what my style was and who I was and that it was okay to wear pants. And they went through this whole, like, weird stage of me figuring myself out with me. And I had totally forgotten about all of that until you said the thing about not even wearing certain colors. So it's so true. 
That's really, thank you for sharing that. Um, mm-hmm. So those, those of you watching live on Facebook, um, so what this is, what you're seeing is just me here and the conversation is taking place off of blog talk radio. And also um, you guys can call in and listen or participate and get a reading. So if you guys want to listen to us, just call the number on the screen here. Um, by the way, Jordan, there's a lot of people saying uh, you are such a gift, Jordan. And someone else said something else too, but lots of positivity and love here. Um, I'll have to go live with you on Facebook next time. We can just hang out on stream yard and be doing this at the same time. Yeah, I think I, I don't know. I think we did it once before, but I was trying to like let everyone know, like, hey, don't miss out. Live radio shows happen right now. I know we missed yeah. a couple weeks, but what you're saying is really important, um, especially with ch- childhood stuff or childhood memories or just in general. Um, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. That was something yeah, actually like my theme song. <laughs> I went to Catholic school when I for a couple of years. I went to pre pre K and kindergarten and first grade, and like my parents moved me to public school because it was a lot of like stuff that just didn't drive with them. Um, and so I remember we did a play like that. It was this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. That stuck with me. But yeah, it's we're basically we we still have our child self in us in a way. Right. And we tend to put this like protective shield over it and be like, no, we're an adult now. We have to be serious and we have to take life serious. We have to have no imagination. We can't be, we can't have fun. We can only have fun on weekends. And so this is why like the problem is that in our daily life, we have so many issues now that we're not free to be ourselves. And a lot of people are putting this condition over relationships, condition over jobs, condition over um, all these different subjects. And being able to smile, I think that's even a, another beautiful topic of being happy to be yourself, being free to be you and comfortable to be you without others saying otherwise. It's, um, it's a big thing here. And I think it's all encompassed on breaking away from things and not letting this – a lot of people have uh, body issues and a lot of people have issues with um, – showing up the things that they want to accomplish. And so these are all different avenues to go, Hey, you know what? I am worthy. I am beautiful. I am uh, smart. I am able to do these things. I, I shouldn't let the outer influence the inner. A lot of important things. I know it sounds so easy to do, but it's not. It is so not. It is so hard to fight your way out of all that and to fight your way out of that thinking. It really is a fight between you and yourself and everything that either has been said to you or that you've just accepted as not enough, whether it's on social media or people you're around or other family members, it's so hard to find your light and to shine that specific light because it is beautiful. Absolutely. Um, Let's see here. Let's take a caller and then we'll play a song and come back and take um, another caller and do some more topics here. Yeah. Is that cool with you? Yeah. All right. So if you if you called in or you want to get a reading from us, make sure you call the number, which is uh, for you guys on Facebook, it's already displayed on the screen, but I'll say it anyway. 319-527-6304. Uh, if you did call in already and you want to get a free reading, um, just make sure you press the number one while you're listening. It lets me know that on my screen that you are interested in being on the show with us. So we'll take a caller here. Let's go with um, area code 520. Uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Chitoya, and I'm from Tucson, Arizona. I feel like we always pick on Chitoya. you. 
<laughs> you you guys do. That's so funny. Oh, I love cool. it. I've seen this happen. <laughs> what happened? I thought it must be meant to happen. Yeah, divine timing. Yes, that's what I was thinking. I'm going to take you guys off um, the radio, so I don't know if you guys can hear yourself echo and stuff, so I'm going to turn it down. Okay. Okay, there you go. All right, do I have to ask, like, a question or... <laughs> Sorry. You don't no. have to. Okay. How so, um, you said what? Oh, I was just asking Joe how he wanted to start this. If he wanted to do messages, he wanted me to do messages. We'll just listen to you. <laughs> or what were we going to say, Jatoy? Did you want to ask a question or no? It's up to you. Um, no, I'll let you guys take over the show. This is all you guys. I got picked for something, so <laughs> I'm all ears. I'm just taking a minute. Feeling it. All right, I'm going to jump in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I really feel like you are coming out of, like, it's this feeling of, like, drowning um, with, like, um, drowning in emotions, being really emotionally overwhelmed. It's almost like, you know, the feeling of, like, being dehydrated? Yes. I don't know how to explain this. Like, the dry mouth, um, like, hands and feet feel, like, really swollen and dry. Like, that's the feeling my body has for what I'm trying to explain about coming out of this. It's almost like um, being depleted of emotions because of how high state all the emotions just were. And I just keep getting this question, like, tell her she's okay. Tell her she's not crazy. Tell her it's okay to not have such high state emotions all the time. It doesn't mean you're not feeling anything at all. It means that you have... I, you know the mountain that I always explain, like, you work your ass off, you fall, you get back up, you keep trying, and eventually you climb your way to the top of this mountain? And then the question is always, okay, what do I do from here? What's my next step? What, okay, I accomplished something, but I need to be, still be working. I need to still be doing something. I feel like you are at that mountaintop right now, and I feel like a lot of it has to do with family um, and overcoming obstacles within yourself that allows you to – feel like you're an active member of the family. Um, oh, wait a and, second here. Um, did I – hold on a second. You there, Jatoya? Okay. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, good. Yeah, her mic was off yeah. for some reason. I think we lost her before. Okay. Did you get, get to hear what I said? Yes. And I feel like that's okay, 100% perfect. correct. And so they want me to tell you that – I'm getting, like, the moon and sun in tarot, <laughs> like, the moon where you're drowning in all this emotion, you don't know how you're going to find your way out, and there's these, like, opposite ends of the spectrum, and you're trying to figure out where the balance is. That's where you just were, and you've mm-hmm. been there for quite some time with the retrograde, even prior to that, and all the chaos mm-hmm. that, you know, ensued with all of that. I feel like you're coming out into the sun. You're coming out into a lot of blessings and a lot of yeses because you already got to your nose and you overcame them, whatever those were, whatever was holding you back there. Um, and then a lot more, like, spiritual aspect is coming through with the sun, this yes, this celebrating energy. Mm-hmm. 
but there is a warning that it can be just as overwhelming as the emotional moon side of all of this was. So to pace yourself and to give yourself time and to not feel so torn, like you have to just know how these things are going to play out or know exactly what you're supposed to do when you get a message or um, Mm -hmm. feel like you're lacking in any way because there are questions, because there are unchecked emotions maybe even, um, because there's fear. All of these things are completely normal things when it comes to learning yourself and learning your connection and learning how you channel and learning your connection with your cards or whatever it is that you have. There's nothing wrong with mm-hmm. you. You are such a good person and a beautiful person at that. Um, and you Thank are you. stepping into this point of allowing. We were, this is literally what me and Joe started yes. the podcast off talking about. <laughs> Getting into this, how do we just like let things happen and freely trust and go yeah. with the flow? Like what the hell even is the flow? We're guessing, second guessing everything. Um, but mm-hmm. I really feel like spirit wants you to accept this win. You did it. You overcame everything that was literally meant to make you walk away, to step away, to get mm-hmm. rid of to vanish and you showed up for it and you're still there and you are still fighting and you are not accepting. I don't want to say failure. You're not accepting no as an answer because you know, and you've always known in your heart what it is that you want and what is meant for you. And you are actively making that happen. So you need a round of applause. (laughs) You need to be proud of yourself. Okay. (laughs) No, I think that's totally accurate. And especially with allowing the gifts, Um, I think I mentioned to you the other day, um, somebody asked me to say a prayer for somebody that was going under a major surgery, and I kind of paused for a little bit, and I kept telling myself in my head, like, they're not going to make it, and I kept telling myself, like, stop thinking that, don't, do not put that out there, and um, even, like, a couple of minutes before they went into surgery, like, I said a prayer, but I just felt like my prayer did not, it wasn't, like, a divine connection from me to God, you know what I mean, I feel like I couldn't, and I don't know, and then I found out that they didn't make it, but it was weird, because literally minutes before um, I found out, I asked, like, how are they doing, and they just said, in a couple of hours, they're going to, you know, be done, and then shortly after, like, 30 minutes later, they're like, they didn't make it. So it's, it's, it's so weird. Yeah. And that kind of put me in a weird, like, mood yesterday for sure. But I feel, because I wanted to tell that person, like, don't let them do the surgery. But I just felt like I I wasn't supposed to. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I'm talking to you about that, that how hard it is. Yeah, and then as I'm saying that, I'm literally looking at 444 right now, and that's like, you know, mm-hmm. your angels are around you and stuff, so. Mm-hmm. Those are your builder yeah. numbers. There was, um, there was a time I was in, I think, uh, fifth grade. It was, um, it was the year September 11th was, uh, we were attacked. And before mm-hmm. that, my, um, my father's uncle, we were at his house with, uh, with everyone, and they were playing bocce or one of those Italian things you throw on the ground. I don't really play it that much. Um, and Spirit kept telling me in my ear like three times, this is the last time you're going to see him. And I was like, what's, what's going on with him right now? Why, why, why am I hearing that? I didn't tell anyone. And um, September 11th came and he worked in the Twin Towers and uh, he, that, he passed away. And so well, I just want to share that with you because there's going to be times where you might feel like you could have changed something 
but I think it was good that you didn't say something because sometimes we're not meant to, and that's okay. Um, yeah. What I'm getting for and you, even with my, my guide, mom. Oh, yeah. go ahead. Uh-huh. Sorry. What were you gonna say? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, um, even with my mom before she passed, it was so weird um, because I would hug her and I would smell her and I would feel her. Like, I would be in that present moment, and I was just like, you just got to remember this. You got to remember this. And then there was a time where she got super drunk, and I had to clean up her throat up and stuff, and I just was – I took a step back, and I was just staring at her, and I was like, this is going to be a funny memory. Just, like, take it in. So it's weird that mm-hmm. you say that, that you kind of got those messages. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, though. Oh, no, it's okay. Um there's something about choices that you've made, and I think Jordan was talking about that a little bit already. You, you're making the right choices finally is what I'm hearing. You're doing what you need to do. Um, there was something before where you knew that you needed to do it or you needed to do the choices or change things, um, but then there was either still this hesitation that kept happening or also that I get is that you made the choice and you're also hoping that things do pan out with the faith and hope that you – have with making that decision and spirit just keeps telling me like keep moving forward um one of the biggest things that they were telling me before is that you can't rush life and we're human i'm human there's a lot Mm -hmm. of things that i rushed can't rush life there's a lot of things that still need to take time there's a time and a place for everything to happen a certain way um you just still have to keep believing in yourself and trusting i don't know why i kept seeing this before but there was like something about you wanting to do something and you didn't because you felt it wasn't comfortable or you should, you'll wait till later to do it. Um, you really need to have more of a routine I'm hearing because mm-hmm. there's things that you're doing that help you, but then you fall out of the routine and <laughs> you feel a little off. Um, <clears throat> let's see. The other thing that I just no, said is that I you, want to te- you want to teach people, but you also don't feel like you're ready to teach people things? Yeah. Why? I feel like I, I have a lot to learn, but mm-hmm. in my heart, and and I've proven my myself so many times where I just speak like, I was even thinking of probably doing like um like a YouTube on my own and stuff, like speaking my authentic truth and Mm -hmm. that alone me doing that I've told people my story I've had a bad day and told people how I help like how I help myself get through it and it literally blows people's mind and in my head I'm just like it was just you know something I did it I didn't really you know it didn't blow my mind or anything but I didn't realize how many people actually look up to me um Mm -hmm my weight loss and I was talking about my postpartum and stuff like that. When I had my son last year, um, I made a video about like a journey to loving myself and so many people commented and were inspired and um, reached out to me personally and were just telling me like, I feel the exact same way. You don't understand how much this motivated me and stuff like that. So I know I have it in me. It's just more or less, I just got to believe in myself, like you're saying, and just have more of that confidence for mm-hmm. sure. And I feel like I'm slowly building it. I just need to do the action. 
and I feel like I am, but I can do more for sure. You need to just show up. And the other thing that Spear was saying is um, a couple different things about you teaching people or doing what you're doing is that it doesn't matter what level you're at because to me there's no level but, you know, expansion or knowledge. You can start off knowing Mm -hmm. this much, and there's a bunch of people that find you that are learning from you. Then you, over time, will learn more, and they learn more with Mm -hmm. you. But there's also going to be people that come find the other things that you already did from that standpoint already that go, oh, I resonate with her. And they're going to follow your path because they're meant to follow what you're helping them with. So it's not about how much we know right now. It's not about being ready. It's about talking about what we feel, know so far of what has helped us because someone might be at that vibration. There's a lot of things that, you know, we don't realize that we'll talk about because it's a higher vibration. And there's a lot of people that aren't ready to hear it or don't understand it, which is fine. But especially Mm -hmm. individuals that are just still not even aware of all this, they're, they might say some stuff once in a while. Say they say like, I love your energy or I love the, I love your energy Mm -hmm. when you're around me. But that's like weird to us because we know that they're (laughs) saying something they're not used to saying. So my point is what Spirit's saying is do it. Don't worry about how much you know right now. Um, Because the other thing I was feeling too is that there's a lot of times you get inspired to do something in the moment. And you're like, no, no, I don't know who's going to watch me. I don't know who's going to be there. I don't know who's – you're going to – did you start your own page already? (laughs) I have two. I have um, one with my sister that we – it's kind of like a, a sister duo type of YouTube. And then I started my own like a couple months ago and I was just bored and I was, I recorded in the moment. I was very inspired in that moment and um, I just posted it like I didn't care. And I tend to mm-hmm. do that sometimes. And those are the videos that get people like, oh my God, I needed to hear this mm-hmm. or I'm so happy you said that, or, you know. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. See, you're, you just mm-hmm. get, you just do it. And that's when they'll, sh- the, that's the most important. It's not about this uh, strategic way of how do I approach this and what am I going to do next? And just, it's inspired. You're like, you know what? This is what I'm talking about right now. I'm going to do it right now. A lot of us, 3D world is like this. The 3D world says you got to work Monday through Friday or do, this is your schedule and this is what you're supposed to do. The 5D is more about realizing what works for you. Um, mm-hmm. Sitting outside, being by yourself, going here, going there, whatever works for mm-hmm. you. And that there's a lot of things still around me that people have said, this is what you're supposed to do. And then I met people that go, do when you feel like doing it. And that meant more to me than this is what you're supposed to do. Because I understand yeah, no, more sure. of when you, when you feel the time to do that, you know, if that's up to you. But we also can hold mm-hmm. ourselves back, and that's what I wanted to tell you. Stop holding yourself back. If you feel like you're in the car and you want to talk, set it up. Pull over, set it up, put your headphones in, and drive and talk. You don't have to worry about who's listening, who's watching, because what, what you do and what you don't realize it is that when you talk and, and give advice and help people or even, like, family and friends or just tell, tell them something, you're actually giving readings to people. You're giving a reading when you're talking about a topic because you're – touching so many people that need to hear that. And so that's called divine timing. Um, You need to get more into that flow because when you're in that flow, you're going to get more 
of the inspirational thoughts that are bringing you in the right direction. Um, that makes sense. And it's and funny you, you say that because Jordan literally told next. me that too. I'm sorry? Mm. Stop worrying about what's next. Just let it come. Let it come. Let it come. I've been working on that. I've been working on that because I was very obsessive and I, I catch myself trying to, like, what's next, what's next? Oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, okay, you need to stop. Live in the moment. Live in the moment. But it's so crazy that you're saying that because um, I did make a video, like, I want to say, like, three or four days ago because Jordan told me the same thing, like, just do it. Like, mm-hmm. pull out your phone and just do it when whenever um, you feel like that. So now it's kind of like a you just definitely confirm that for sure. So I'm just um, I got one more thing. Are you? Do you and your mom not always get along uh, often? Um, in the past, when she was alive, yeah, we didn't really get along. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> there was something about that. I didn't, honestly, I'm going to be honest, I didn't know she was past. There was something about that that came to mind. Um is there someone in your life right now that's a mother figure that's not getting along with you? Um, not getting along with me. Not necessarily. Um, I feel like my stepmom, she genuinely, genuinely, genuinely wants to have, like, a connection with all of us for sure. She's been doing mm-hmm. her hardest. But her sister, she's the one that passed. Um, two days ago in the surgery so she's like kind of going through one and stuff right now but um, for the most part um, anybody that I feel like is a mother figure I feel like we have a a really good bond and they're all Scorpios too which is funny so Mm. we definitely all think alike (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why the only thing I got from that was to uh, tell you basically is that don't let anyone trigger you do your best to also step away from anything that's going to bring you uncomfortability. Um, I don't know. That is, it might be something that comes up. I don't know. Or it could be something about your mom well, that's past that needs rec- uh, to uh, – go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. You're, you're totally fine. I feel like what you're picking up on is I'm like a mother figure to all my siblings. And we're not getting along for sure with all this. Like I've been moving. I feel like – like they're very disrespectful and entitled and stuff like that. That's probably what more or less you're picking up on because they see mm-hmm. me more. Because when my mom passed, I was 17, so I took on mom, mom figure at a very young age, and I, I'm the oldest of eight, so I've always been, you know, somebody that they looked up to, but for sure we've been butting heads. All right. It sounds sounds connected i i would say just about that that you can't please everyone obviously and you can't protect everyone and and you can't help everyone with with what's going on just do what you got to do um Mm -hmm. keep the balance is really what comes to mind yeah for sure with them they thank you guys i really appreciate it you guys are always so helpful and I really enjoy listening to you guys. <laughs> Thank you for Thanks calling for in. Thanks for calling in all the time. We love that you listen to us. 
Yes, you guys are so entertaining. I love the topic. So it's, it's my go-to. I look forward to it. So thank you, guys. Oh, I appreciate Aww, it. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Play uh, play a quick song here, and a um, couple couple minutes, and we'll come right back and start picking more people. Uh, let's see what's top. What's the song I want to pick? Um, there's this cool country song called "Where I Find God." I don't know if that's a good song to play, or is it too too I mean, like religious? We're doing a spirit and religious topic, so I think it's good. Why not? Let's go for it.
Oh, just got emotional. <laughs> right? I was texting Stephanie in the background. I'm like, oh, my God, these lyrics are so pure. Oh, my God. I never thought this song would hit me this hard. Yeah, I just, you know, it just made me also think, too, like, we all come from source. We all come from God. We all come from this place. Like, it doesn't have to be this one-way road of perfection of faith that you found this thing. Like, we all have these different experiences that lead us to learning more about who we are and where we, where we come from. And um, I think the problem that we're starting to see more is that there's so much division in this world and even with the rights and wrongs of what you're supposed to do, you shouldn't do. It's just about equality and loving each other and realizing like we all come from the same place. We're all here doing and learning a lot of the similar things in different ways. And we don't have to practice a certain thing to play uh, a song about God just because it's labeled um, a certain way. doesn't mean that we can't enjoy it just because just be be free. Be free to be you. All right, let's take another caller. Um, let's take area code 315. Uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? Hello? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Can you hear me? Hey, it's Stephanie. Yeah. What's up? I didn't know you were talking to me. My kid was in the background talking to me, and I'm, like, trying to, like, juggle. I'm, like, uh, two pentacles over here. <laughs> Um, (laughs) Sorry about that. Oh, wow, I'm on. No, you can't talk. Sorry. See see what I mean? Um, Yeah, I don't really have a question. I'm just curious if you guys can get. That's so funny. I literally just shouted her out while I was texting her in the background about how awesome that song was. Yeah, and I was reading your text, and my child, I was talking, like, juggling so much, I did not realize, I heard 315, and I'm like, wait, wait, that's that's me, though, right? (laughs) 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 I'm literally, like, pacing around the house listening to you guys, and my son is attached to me like a train, so I'm I'm trying here. (laughs) No, you you can't talk, you talk to Jordan later. He heard I was talking to you. Sweet <laughs> <Aww. laughs> little muffin. He doesn't understand what's going on right now. He just thinks I'm talking to you. That's okay. <laughs> All right, Joe, how do you want to do this one? You want to start this one off? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me start with you. I want to see what you... <laughs> You want to start with me? Yeah, I want to tell you something that I'm getting without telling you all of it and see what you pick up on top of it. I'm literally getting a mental image right now of a male sitting on a step with crows above him. Okay. I actually saw a male with playing chess. I was like, I don't know what's going on with this guy. So both <laughs> contemplation. Okay, okay, right? That's why I was like, okay, what does this mean? What are you showing me, spirit? Could like, it be the what? duality of our vision? I see just a lot in relation something. to that person with making moves, decisions. Yeah, like backtracking, circling. I was like, okay, what is Joe going to pick up on from my vision? I need to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
I don't know when I'm so far what I'm getting right now besides that man that I didn't understand at first. Um, in a little bit. You got plenty plenty of time to. Um, did you want to like open a business or redo career or something like that? Um, I do want to work on doing readings like like the both of you do. It's just a matter of time, space, and obviously it's hard for me to talk on the phone in peace, so <laughs> it's kind of hard. Well, I was going to say, you have plenty of time. I ice cream, okay? <laughs> Thank you. I want ice cream. Um, you have to give yourself time. Like, I'm sure you're probably exhausted at the end of the day, but try to plan it and just try to do it at least once once a week. Things of that nature. Just try to start somewhere. Because you, you have this, I don't know who this woman is either. You have two people that are stepping up, and I don't understand. Okay, there's something about your your abilities, your power. You have to start realizing, mm-hmm. like, how important these are. They're not just, like, abilities and gifts. They're, you actually have some unique things that uh, they're not really completely telling me what they are because <laughs> you're going to need to feel them when you actually start experiencing it going wow I did that um, yeah you are you also getting visions and you don't understand the visions I get visions and dreams that I don't understand or I'll have what feels like a like a deja vu but it, then I remember it was a dream I had when I was younger that it's playing out oh. I keep having that I don't know how to explain that it's like deja vu but not because it was an okay. actual memory of a dream that I had a long time ago. But it's simple so you're, moments. You're it's not living like anything the major happening. Of, the, of your childhood in the now. No, I'm remembering dreams I had as a kid that I didn't understand then and kind of forgot until the moment happens. But it's not like a major thing. It's little things that I'm like, and I can kind of follow it for a couple of seconds. But it's like, because I get so excited realizing what's happening, I then lose it. It's, mm. it's hard to explain. You got to hone that and work on that um, because what I'm hearing is she's so busy she's so busy she's got all this stuff she's got to do this she's got to do that um, because what they're telling me is that if they they much rather you try to sit and find time to even if it's like five minutes in the morning they're going to mm-hmm. start pushing this on you and you're going to have a harder time because you need to find time is what they're saying they're going to push more visions and experiences on you because they're, you have spirits that are going, look, you need to start developing this more and start realizing this more. Yeah. Because I did have a dream about that, e- actually. <laughs> it's easier said than done. Like, I need to find time. I don't know when. But what they're really telling me right now is that you have an important role. And you need to start realizing that that gift you have is needed to be used because this is why you also keep thinking I have so much, I have, I have so much other stuff I need to do. Like I feel this important thing I'm supposed to be doing and you mm-hmm. need to just open the valve, like let the light shine, like let it out. Like, like just let go <laughs> because you're going to start realizing that a lot of stuff that comes to you, you've never really experienced before when it comes to messages or, visions or spirit, things like that. So you're going to get a lot of abilities that are going to be stepping forward. And what they're telling me overall is 
if you don't make time for it, they're going to make sure that make, they're making time for you because you're going to go, what is that? It's going to be one of those moments where you <laughs> see something going, what was that? I know that I saw that. What was that? And they don't want you to freak out. They want you to be like, all right, look, like you can do this and you're going to start to want to ask questions about it. So you're going to have some experiences coming up. It's not to freak you out it's to actually show you, oh, what's going on here? Oh, yay. Um, <laughs> are you married? Do you have, are you with someone? No. No. It's complicated. <laughs> well, that's, that's also the thing. I'm in a situation at the moment. I have a child, and yeah. Mm-hmm. That's still like it's really complicated, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm just taking a moment with it. I want to understand what you're saying about it. Okay. Okay. I want to share some more about what you were just saying mm-hmm. while you're piecing this new piece together. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> you need a problem solve, girl. Literally, when yes. you're sitting down and you're coming up with five reasons why you can't do reading, come up with five solutions. So if one of the reasons is, like me, damn, I need to take a shower and do something with myself, okay, so delete that part of the video. How do you do that? You just can it to the table or to the floor, wherever you are, where it's literally just your hands and then pretty nails, girl, <laughs> in the video. And <laughs> I actually thought about that. Say you do a live. You know, and you're like, hey, guys, I just want to jump on and show you guys how I do a reading for myself, how I pull cards for myself. I'm just going to do like a step to step. You're going to hear my excitement. You're going to hear me be like, Lord Jesus, here we go again. You're going to hear me say a lot of different things <laughs> because that's the, that's the true nature of like how I do these readings. So that mm-hmm. even if it's like two in the morning and you just like woke up and you can't sleep and you don't even really want to turn the lights on and you're doing something in the dark, there's still a way. When there's a will, there's a way. And I love that Joe touched on that because it's so important to know too. There isn't ever going to be a perfect anything. You've mm-hmm. already seen that. You you do your hair, yeah. you do your makeup, you feel amazing, you got your nails done, you look like bombshell model from head to toe that day. <laughs> your child is going to do something that is going to either hide your cards from you or destroy the house or somehow detract from how positive you felt initially. There's yeah. still a way to combat that. There's always going to be an answer for how you can push through and how you can make these things happen. I feel like the visual being off of you is going to take a lot of the heat off of that as well. There's so many YouTubers yeah. that do it as well, where they do the readings and they're showing the table and showing the cards and how these things work together. And for you to do that, it's an icebreaker. It's just, oh my God, I did a live. Okay, I did it. I'm proud of myself. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I did my first one. And then you can start building that confidence and even like, you know, um, 20 likes and I'll do face next time or whatever you want to do. You know, it's your thing. It's your page. It's your thing to be excited about. And you set the pace for it. But just like right. Joe said, and I've been telling you for what, over a year now, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. You got to get started. Yeah. Um, I had, I had my thought and I, I was losing. Hold on a second. Sorry. So you have to um, not run from your own achievement here. Um, believe in yourself. Make time for yourself. And the other thing that Spear was saying, too, is that, believe it or not, like being around kids is a distraction, but it's actually a blessing because it's going to help you actually stay in alignment with the messages. People don't understand. When you're, when you're distracted or you're doing something, that's when your brain opens up and your third eye opens up, and it's like, boom, it hits you. You're like, whoa, where'd that yeah. come from? I felt that. I thought I understood that. So it's 
going to help you. And the other thing, too, right, is, it's like that moment of letting go and allowing it to come in, it just kind of makes its way through. Yeah, I don't know if you realize this, but not to sound uh, negative, but in my Facebook lives, I'm I'm in my kitchen, I'm in my garage, I'm in my, I don't have a background that I like. I'm not going to do that. Why? Because I'm a human being living somewhere. And Spirit wants me to tell you that people will be inspired that you're doing this while being a mom and doing certain things. Oh, that's what I was being told to tell you. His issues that he's dealing with is not your problem. Oh, say it again. <laughs> you're actually being protect and you mm-hmm. you're going to you're going to be great. It's going to be fun. Everything's going to work out. But the I, I understand this is kind of like I don't like when I understand like you said it before, but everything is going to be fine. It's going to be it's going to be great. You're going to find someone that will work with you. But give it time. Give yourself love. Let this kind of dissipate. Um, I felt before something about legal papers, and I forgot to mention that. Um, nothing legal yet that I'm aware of. Nothing legal yet. Okay. Nothing legal um, going on. Something about legal papers. Make sure that there's no delay in any legal papers, any agreements, any, um, even if you... Resigning of a lease, maybe, because that's up in August. Okay, but is he is he bothering you? I I I no, I live with him. But yes, he's bothering me because I live with him, okay. not my son, <laughs> his father. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know how to put that one. <laughs> kind of stuck in a situation at the moment. Mhm. Where's your cup, baby? I'm I'm really getting more legal papers on. Um, Something about what's the word I'm looking for? The the responsibilities of the kid and the schedule and all that that needs to be taken care of because right now you're living together. That's one thing. When you're separated, yeah, it's gonna be no, mm-hmm. not now, or no, no, me, you. That needs to be taken care of and that needs to be like talked yeah. out. And I don't think it's something you could do right now, but that he's gonna right. give you a tough time when you move out. You do know this, right? Yes, yes, I do. Because the part I'm of him, she better. I've been telling me. A part of him thinks that you're <laughs> gonna not move, or you're going to change your mind, or you're going to need him, and that's not true. Right. And you need to stand in your power for this, and realize why you're doing what you're doing. Because you're doing it because of what you deserve. You're doing it because of how you feel. You're doing it because of the things that you you will not tolerate. Because you, I don't know what's going on with one of your one of your family members, but um, I feel like there's two. There's a male and a female as well with you. Um, I think that was was that who we started off with, a male and a female. Um, the male and the female. Mm-hmm. There's like a couple. Um, it could. I don't know who who you would connect this to, but the male is very like kind, gentle, funny female that he's with is um the hair is very done up um she is a little bit more stern but knows how to knows how to you know have fun but she's she's the one who's more like a little tough she's like, i heard that i wear the pants is really what i heard um <laughs> it could be like a great great relative it could be you know but they're coming through for you and they're really talking about this change and shift of protection over you because there's something in particular that there's, they're warning about the move and changes that you will be 
dealing with with him. He has an attitude problem and he has an anger problem. Yeah. And yeah. Um, he's going to get worse. And this is why they're talking about legal papers because it might get to a point where you have to do something to prevent that. Um, he, he's much entitled. Entitlement is really what I hear. He's, he's the one yeah. who deserves everything. And um, he's actually unfortunately going to lose a lot of stuff. He's going to lose himself. He's going to lose the things he feels secure with is what he's going to lose. And that's not for you to mm-hmm. feel bad about. That's karma. Yeah. Oh, I don't feel bad. Did, did his father pass away? Uh, no. My, mine did. His father's, was his father's not happy with him? Is he not in a relationship? Oh, no, good his relationship? not happy with him. His father helped Yeah, that's what I heard. His father is not happy with him. Um, there's a lot of things that he has done that he doesn't want to take actions for. So just know that moving right. forward, you you might not be fully happy with the place you're going to move into, but you're going to have to just make that choice because you need it. Right. And um, okay. everything's going to be okay. Just make sure you, you take action. Don't hesitate on moving. Take the place. Be happy with it. You're, going to move, you're actually going to move after that again. Um, because I see you mm-hmm. possibly getting a house or a, a property, um, but you're going to meet someone. And I don't want to give you times and stuff because it's not about the time. It's about you living your life. Don't rush it. Don't look for right. it. It's going to happen. It's going to be all right. Um, Thank you. He is, I'm telling you right now, you, you're going to have to either deal with his, his attitude problems for a long time, or you're going to have to do what you need to do to keep him away because you, you will meet someone else and he's going to cause more problems because he's, he doesn't want to leave your life. So it's either let him continue right. being a problem or disconnect from him. Yeah. All right. Whoa. But if you do reading, mm-hmm. it's going to help you out a lot more with your energy. Because you're giving, you're giving, yeah. the, you're giving back to people and helping people. It's going to help you. Right. Yeah, it always helps right. me to help other people because I've been through pretty much everything. So it's, I can identify it and see it and know how to help. I'm better helping other people right. than I am myself. Let's say that. <laughs> yeah, it's normal. Yeah. Well, all right. Thank you for calling us and listening. I appreciate it. Yes, Thank ma'am. you. Thanks so Thank much. You. That was incredible, Joe. That's literally what I've been telling her for over a year now. Like literally everything I've been telling her. Really? I love to be able to hear it. That's why I tell you all the time. Your readings blow me away. Even when like you're live and I like just jump on and watch you, the stuff you say to them, I'm like, I got that too. I got that too. Oh, validation station. Like it, <laughs> it makes me want to be live. Cause I'm like, okay, maybe I'm not crazy. Cause I beat myself up a lot too. I'm like, am I really helping? Like, I don't know. When you were reading mm-hmm. Toya earlier, I was like, wow, he's totally reading me right now too. He doesn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm human. Sometimes I get stuff. I'm going, I don't know yet. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. And then I just got to go, okay, just say it. Just start talking. Just start talking. Just say it. Um, yeah. I literally just told her about moving in with her best friend too. I was like, look, I see an opportunity and – I feel like great things are going to happen if you jump on it. There could be some pushback, but terrible things are going to happen mm-hmm. if you don't. So the fact mm-hmm. that you just said that, my mind is so blown right now. I oh, appreciate it. Thanks for letting me know. 
sometimes it's just like this is what I get. And you don't you don't get a chance to hear that. Um, it might be a future thing, or it might be the present. But if it's a future thing, some people, it's just you have to wait. But right. um, thank you for telling me. No, I appreciate it. Of course. Let's see. Pick a number. Four. Four. All right. Four oh five. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Jada. I'm calling from Oklahoma. What's up, Jada? How are you? Hi. How are you? Very good. Jada's been trying to get a reading for a hot minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, there's a lot. There's a lot happening here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, I felt like I got punched in the chest. Like my energy immediately sank down. Like very. I'm not gonna say depressed. Very sad. Um, yeah. Almost like really lonely, but like frigidly lonely. Mm-hmm. Like there needs to be this alone time right now. Like you're processing a lot of things, um, especially the passing of someone young. Um, whew, you let me know. I'm getting chills everywhere. You let me know what you want to talk about. Me? I just want to you know or Jada. Things... Yeah, but I want to hear from y'all. I can tell you, you now things you are, are going to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, you are going my to pull yourself away. out of this. Who passed okay. away? My daughter. Mm. Your daughter passed away? Yeah. Is, it, is this around the time of something for her, whether it's her passing or birthday or something? There's something really um, overwhelming no. coming through about her. Hmm. She passed away around Halloween. Okay. Mm. I'm trying to get to the to the core. I'm like, take me there. I need to know what's going on. Where are we at? Um, support. Support is where I feel like things are really lacking. Um, and it goes back to that frigid alone where you want support, but it's not showing up in the ways you were expecting it to show up. And it feels like too little too late. And it feels like you're being backed in a corner having to make these decisions, and you're not even just making them for yourself. You have other children, spirit showing me, um, to think about and to take into consideration with making these decisions. But you know um, what is best for you, and what's best for you is what's best for everyone. Because you being happy and you being yourself, your authentic self without having to hide anything or feel ashamed or feeling like you need to change, you put a mask on or whatever when this person's around. Um, There's a lot of change that needs to happen there. And if it's not safe to have it happen in the home, then you're getting the green light um, to make the decision that's best for you. Was Was there something with her heart? No, it was actually, the heart yeah, I mean, uh, her, her bowel obstructed, but her heart ended up giving up, and they mm-hmm. they couldn't bring her back. She ended up passing mm-hmm. away of toxemia. I see, a, like, a little girl around, I want to say at least, like, at least between seven to nine. Yeah, she's a seven. Mm-hmm. And what I'm hearing... Like, I'm hearing her around you, and she questions why you're upset because spirits, when they pass, which is, you know, hard for us to understand, is that they're fine, we're not. 
And she keeps asking you, like, why you're upset, why you're upset. That and the other thing. Uh-huh. The, the night that she sick and I called the hospital because her stomach got hard and I didn't know what to think, she looked at me and she told me, Mama, I don't want to die. And I looked at mm-hmm. her and I told her she wasn't going to die. And then mm-hmm. two days later, she died. Mm. Yeah, it's not your fault, though. Don't, like, I know it's easier for it them done for me. So Hey, you have some anger from that too. You're ang- you have anger and sadness, and you ask a lot of questions why, um, which is uh, you've been preventing yourself from growth in your life too. Um, it's kind of like you're frozen in time, is what I'm saying. Frozen in time, yeah. you're you refuse to almost move forward with. Um, and listen, I understand. It's hard to accept. Like I remember leaving my job. Uh, around the time when I lost someone and I kept walking out going, oh my God, it just hit me. Like, this is reality still. It's still true. Like, I would occupy myself to avoid it almost. Um, I don't know completely why. I just hear that there was a role that she played for some reason. Um, still very much with you. I I don't try to pick my children. You know, I love my children all the same. But she Mm. was sick, and so I always had to protect her. And so, like, I got used to protecting her and taking, being her caregiver, and she died on me a couple times, and I brought her back to life. And there was one time the doctor told me that he was surprised that I brought her back to life because her airway was completely shut. And go in and do stint in her chest. And I, I just feel like I do so much. And I just feel like we had such a bond. And like, I, I since I lost her, I just. I don't know what my purpose is anymore. Mhm. Right. I understand that. Like, I feel like I was supposed to be her caregiver for the rest of her life. Like, that's honestly what I thought. Like, and then now I just, I don't, I put a smile well, on she says my you kids that I have. Yeah. She actually, um, I know this is really hard to explain, but um, this is also what started my journey on a, on a bigger level was because of someone's death in my life. And it started to make me question, like, why are we even here? Like, what's, what's the point? Like, um, why is life so to be like changed tomorrow? And I asked a ton of questions, but it also changed my reality and started to make me um, point in directions to seek, some answers to things and she actually played a really important role in your life in, the, in a specific way is that as much as it's really hard to move on from that it's very difficult and sad but she's playing a role and also to help you raise your vibration because soul awakenings are very much so started from depression and trauma on a hard level 
and um, it's something similar to what you're experiencing regardless of time. And like I was saying before, frozen in time is what I was seeing you, kind of like uh, not moving forward. It's, um, it's something that you have to find within yourself because she's with you. She's, she's still with you and very much so asking why, you know, she knows that you're not okay. She asks why. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. And you can you can choose to say yes, no, or nothing, or pass, whatever you want. You don't have to answer this. Is there times where you think about ending your, your life? There's times where I don't want to wake up. Right. But I would never Very kill myself. Easy. Understood. Yeah. You have to really um, realize that you're not a failure as a mom, that you, because there's times where you feel like you, you have a, something as, to teach something to your kids, and you're like, what if I'm wrong? What if I'm a failure? What if I'm this? And you have to realize that this was not in your hands. It wasn't your fault. It was something that you were trying to support her on. She understands that. Um, the, honestly, there's other, something else, too, that I'm hearing from her is that there's something with her soul that I don't know what came, followed her into this life. And so I don't know if she had health issues since she was born. Yes. So there was something trying to do this the whole time, and it's not your fault that you didn't know or anything. It's that she was – she actually also did something else for you and the family. Like, she was on a mission even at seven. One of her missions was to come in and almost absorb all of the negativity that was around the whole family. She was like a, a, a human bomb. There was something that was really weighing on the family before her birth. I don't know what happened before, what was causing problems before, um, issues with any happiness. There was something in particular, and she said, I came right in. Um, the, this entity, I think, had followed her soul into, the, into Earth, and also she came in and took everything else with her. So as a human being, we don't acknowledge or know the depth of our mission sometimes. And she came in like a pro. It was like, you know, I did this, it's fine, I did it. But to us, it's very hard to understand that as well. Um, there's something very high, highly vibrationally about her. Did she say a lot of things that yeah. kind of surprised you? Oh, my God. She was beyond magical. She was an angel here on Earth. Like, I literally think she was an angel. I think God gave me an angel for seven years. Mm-hmm. She she said something about a falling star. I don't know if that was like her thing or she was like, I'm a, I'm a falling star. I came in, I came in hot, like yeah. came into this life and I was in and out. Boom. Um, do you have a son? I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Do you have a son? Yes. How old is he? He's He's kind of young right now, right? Obviously. 21. Okay. (laughs) I feel like I keep losing uh, her connection. 
something else that I'm getting from her too is that um, the promise was kept, and that's something that you need to see from her eyes. In her eyes, you kept your promise. You are her caregiver for the rest of her life. She says that it was not supposed to be the rest of your life. You have a life to live for the both of you. Mm-hmm. It was for her you don't life, understand and you kept your promise. Your words. Oh, my God. She keeps talking about the promise. I needed to I hear what you said just now. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. You are so amazing. Um, I want to say a couple of things here before we, we move on. Um, is there something in particular that you're very hard on yourself about when it comes to your, your image or your face, your body, or your beauty? Yeah. Because what I'm hearing my spirit guides talk about is that you need to realize how beautiful you are and stop. You're very, you're very down on yourself. Um, I am. There's other, I don't, do you have like something with your health as well? And it's not to a variation of a um, illness or something. It's just a, something, something in particular. I don't know what it is. It's not like a, something you have under control almost. Uh, I have a thyroid problem. Okay. I'm trying to get under control right now. So what spirits tell me is, is when I when I'm hearing is that you just need to be more active. And quite honestly, what's happening is that your your emotions, which are you know you're human, it's affecting your mobility and desire to actually do things. You do things that you need to do. You, you take care of responsibilities, but there's things that you're not doing for yourself, and it's affecting your body. And you need to really give yourself what you deserve and stop treating yourself like you're a failure or you're not doing good for yourself. Like, do this. Do this for you. Realize that your daughter on the other side is also saying, Mommy, like, why, why are you sad? She wants to see you happy. The other thing that she said, too, when Jordan was talking was that you don't realize something. We don't realize or remember our past lives, but we play different roles in people's lives and different past lives. You did the same thing for her, she said. So she's saying, I'm doing the same thing for her. Um, coming in and, and you're actually doing something behind the scenes that's much bigger than we see as human beings. Coming in and doing certain things, that, that's why we don't understand certain stuff. She came in on a mission, and you did this for her in a past life too. So we're helping, we help each other on earth to learn things that sometimes we don't see on a basic level to expand our consciousness. And she wants you to realize that you have to find the willingness to live your full life and that you are meant to have this purpose on inspiring other women or mothers who have lost their children. You're meant to shine your light. And right now you first have to find your light first. And she wants you to realize the light you have. And because you're questioning your purpose, this is not always about business. It's not about, you know, these big things. It's about inspiring other people that have lost their light or that have lost their way. And you have to realize that that's within you now because there's a lot of signs that you keep getting that you keep avoiding as well. I don't know what synchronicities numbers you keep seeing, but you're not understanding yes. them. I'm not. Yeah. You have to realize that you have 
angels fear God, source God, I put them all under the same roof because they're trying to direct you. They're trying to help you raise your vibration. They're trying to help you be happier and make better choices for your life, for your future. And right now, like I was saying before, you're, you've been stuck in this loop, repeating, 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 repeating. You work your way up, you're back down again. You work your way, So you have to break out of this pattern and stop treating yourself the way you have. Give yourself more credit. I know that this is easier said than done of what has happened to you, but you're very smart. You have, you, you don't give yourself enough credit is what I hear. And um, there's another woman with you. She looks pretty uh, older. I want to say older and skinnier. I don't know why I, I feel like she's um, alive or passed away. Uh, this person passed. I want to say mother or grandmother. My grandma, but she was kind of a little bit on the... Well, no, she was skinny when she was younger. Okay. She's trying to... What I hear is she's trying to lift you because you you feel alone a lot. Like, you wonder if family's around. You wonder a lot about spirits on the other side. This is what they're telling me is that you have to start realizing regardless of how much you see or don't see, they're there. This woman's trying to lift you. Um spiritually and mentally, physically, and emotionally. You also have your daughter on the other side wants you to be happy. She wants you to be okay, and she's asking why you're sad. Um, Your son, though, what's up with your son? I don't know. That's what I want to know. I'm going to throw one more message in there from your daughter really quick. Um, She said she misses watching you do your makeup. She loved doing that when she was here. She loved seeing you do the mascara. Mm -hmm. And then there's something about the smell of the um, straightening your hair. She misses that, too. And she wants to be able to spend that time with you again. So do those things as if you're doing it for her. When you're brushing your hair, you're also brushing her hair. When you're straightening your hair, you're also straightening her hair. She's there doing those things with you, and she really misses those things. Yeah, I quit doing that. I put my hair up in a bun and go. Mm Mm-hmm. I, you don't have to I do it every day. Just, if it pops in your head, she really misses doing that with you. She misses watching you and being a part of that with you. She loves that. She loves seeing this feminine, really um, sassy side of you. <laughs> your um, your son does not. It's, does he like leave the house and not come back for a while or something like that? Is he in and out a lot? Not really. He's actually really a pretty good kid. He goes to work every day and comes home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, I, I got to say this one thing. I'm not saying he's a bad kid, but it's more like a warning just to let him know. There's something about people around him that aren't – he's not hanging out with them right now. I don't even know how much he knows about them now, but he's going to meet a group of people that – um Either he knew or he knows but he doesn't hang out with. He needs to keep a distance from them because what I'm hearing, this is from your daughter actually, um, what I'm hearing is that they're not really completely good people. They're not going to hurt them, but it, it's going to be one of those things, the wrong place at the wrong time. And yeah. so, okay. look, being, being a kid, like doing the same thing over and over again, going to work, coming home, that's it, you get bored of it. So when someone invites you out, like, yeah, yeah, you know what, why not? And what I'm hearing from her is that she's saying, please keep my brother safe because there's something about being 
in a car or in someone else's car, and he could be to blame because he's driving. I don't know. I don't understand that. But basically the message is tell him to keep his distance and just keep to himself. I know it's hard because we want to have friends or we want to be around people. Um, It could be people that he's already kind of like close with but at a distance. So just tell him to be careful because there's something about these these people, these guys or kids that are – you know, 21, you know, people try different things, do different things, and they, that's all I'm hearing is tell him to be safe, keep his distance. Um, okay. He doesn't, he doesn't really do anything bad. I don't feel anything wrong with your son or, or sneaking anything. He's a good kid. It's just more so being vulnerable to other people and them bringing him into this issue that he doesn't need to be in. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, you guys. Y'all don't understand what y'all have said to me tonight and how it has changed me just in this moment. Like, y'all just don't understand. I want to thank you, you so, do. so much. You so much lighter. You feel happier. I do. I am. Um, I can thank hear you it. So yeah, much. I... You're very welcome. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. too. Thank you. Well, we've been on here for, what, two hours? Oh, yeah. I think we're going to wrap it up now. Um, I I love the callers because it just feels good. It feels good to help people. It really does. we got to do more of this together, (laughs) whether we're going to do lives or just chat or whatever. I love this. I've missed this. I know. Me too. Me too. So we've got to come up with another topic for the next week. um, Oh, yeah. Even – even if we do more, we do more, maybe twice a week. But um, just not so much we, we burn out. I don't want to get tired of it. I want you to get tired of it and be like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, definitely. But um, so everyone listening, I do have one more announcement. Um, I, I had started a GoFundMe today to help out uh, my father. He does a lot of work, and he helps the family out, and he does a lot of stuff for everyone else. And when it came to his van, um, he keeps putting it off, and he puts everything else before him. So I started a GoFundMe, which is in the description here. Um, any donation amount is really helpful, and, you know, he needs it for work. So if he doesn't have the van, he can't work. So any little amount, you know, we deeply appreciate it. He needs so much fixed on this thing that it's either he fixes it or he gets something else. And, unfortunately, everything keeps going to other important things, and that's really primarily like what's important to for us and him right now is um, showing him also that there's other ways to get help. And I see him stressed out a lot and I want him to realize like he's deserving of it and uh, he's a great dad. So if you're interested, please uh, follow the description in the link and click donate. So thank you guys for uh, listening to me and Jordan chat as always on some interesting topics and being patient with the reading. Other than that, Jordan, uh, you got anything else going on with the, uh, your stuff? No. Nope. Let me know if you want to do a live together, too, and we can donate all the proceeds to your dad's van. I would love that. I'm happy to that. help. I do have a special going on where it's uh, get a reading and get one mentorship session free. Um, the whole goal is to bring more, obviously, money in, but I would like to give that and some of it to my dad's van and stuff. So. If you're interested, it's a good deal. You get an hour of mentorship with me, and you get a reading as well. It's two hours worth of things. Uh, message me on my page, and I would love to do live readings with you, Jordan. Just uh, let me know your schedule, 
and we can uh, make it happen. Even if it's in the uh, the moment, you're like, hey, what are you doing? Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. Night, guys. Dear Heavenly uh, Spirit, Spirit, thank you. Uh, thank you for providing us with the direct port nitrous uh, injection. Four core intercoolers and ball bearing turbos and um, titanium valve springs. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.